man jersey jew the red pill party podcast you know what <coughs> i know i'm smoking once again i gotta do a mission i got to i got some mission in about three hours in three hours i gotta take this trip to pa not to mention i gotta be back at this motherfucker at uh 10 was it 10 gotta be back at this motherfucker at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning so we're going to keep the episode kind of light. 
considering the fact that I really don't have a topic, I have just a bunch of uh, reactions that we can do tonight. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of a freestyle. <coughs> I've been checking out a good amount of content today. Let me just check and make sure, because right here I only have two things listed. And I'm sure there's a lot more that we can discuss. Should we break down <laughs> DJ Academics? Um, <laughs> the DJ Academics uh, breaking down the Tommy Sotomayor. All right, so for people who are a fan of um, Fresh and Fit, I, I like Fresh and Fit. I think I think they're a pretty decent channel. I can't. I don't watch them all the time. I'm not like a super supporter, but I do think they have some uh, interesting guests. <laughs> uh, with none other than Tommy Sotomayor, very controversial. In fact, I talked about this a couple days ago. Where when you give yourself a title, there's going to be people who test you, or there's going to be people who want to see if that's what you're about. You know what I mean? I brought this up a couple days ago. Sure enough, you know, fresh and fit. Apparently, I saw a clip actually of it. They said there, there's no clips of it up online. That's a lie. There is clips of it. Although, to be perfectly honest with you, maybe because how it was filmed, like you really don't see much. You see her attempt to hit him. But yeah, we're going to talk about that. We'll add that to the playlist. Do I want to? No, that seems about it. For right now, we'll go off of those three, three videos. Um, yeah. So we're just gonna jump right into this shit. Uh, today has just been kind of a, a weird day. Um, couple events. Uh, I'm being told that I'm only working from uh, ten to six which is good, but then I look at the schedule and they say there's a basketball game or there's basketball practice at 6.30 to 7.30, so are y'all going to give me the extra hour or are you guys going to just cancel practice? Either way, I don't give a shit. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Um, like I said, since I already have to go to this motherfucker, since I already have to go here at... Um, I gotta go back to this motherfucker tomorrow morning. I got these people that's pulling up to this door. Hopefully they know that you're gonna have to go through the front entrance. But here we go, man. It never fails. Never fails with these people. You know, I realized like, and there's a couple of videos. I want to give a shout out to Better Bachelor, uh, Joker from Better Bachelor. He did a he did a piece. I think either yesterday or even today where a guy had a letter where he was talking about how he's just undateable. And for a man to know that he's undateable. <coughs> damn, good weed. <coughs> I got to put this out. Fuck. For a man to know that he's undateable. It is a harsh reality that you got to deal with. But the difference between you and a woman is like, this goes back to like the end game, right? For women, men just think the end game with them is sleeping with them. Yeah, it, it, it kind of is if that's all you have to offer. 
if that's all you have to offer, then the guy will say, oh, all right. But if he finds something within you that he's interested in, he's going to take that time and consideration. Women, on the other hand, they're being told to not put their focus on one man. There's abundance of men out there. Don't put uh, all your eggs in one basket. Go out there and sleep around and then see what's available for you. And the only thing that's available to them at the end of the day is an empty bed. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's nothing really appealing about that per se, okay? But we're going to jump into this shit, man. We're going to jump right into the fuckery. Shout out to Rolo Tomasi. I know <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like, yo, we live in a funny-ass world. Sometimes it's terrible, but other times it's comical, right? Because who would have thought the Manosphere, Tommy Sotomayor, and DJ Academics would be in the same discussion. Just think about that. What a wonderfully terrible world we live in. We're going to start off with the homie Rolo Tomasi. And by the way, that's what I meant. Rolo Tomasi, Tommy Sotomayor, and DJ Academics is being mentioned on one podcast. And believe it or not, I am neutral down the middle 100%. I'm not going to pick academic side because academics, for all in all due respect, he's a hip hop personality. So, of course, he's not going to dabble. If he knows better, he's not going to dabble within the fucking manosphere too much. Yeah, he fucks with fresh and fit heavy. That's cool. But in the long run, is is this guy really going to be in that sphere? I can't even say that word. That sphere. The manosphere, the sphere. There it goes. The sphere. Is he going to be there? Probably not. Uh, Tommy Sotomayor can be put in the same category. Now, look. I just got to address some things before we really get started. Because I just remember what I listened to earlier. I'm not going to mention this guy's name because I am a supporter of him. But I do think <clears throat> sitting back and just having a three-hour response to another man's issue... And calling yourself a red pill content creator. Uh, kind of lost me on that one. Now, I didn't originally know about this until this content creator released a video. Or he didn't release the video. He, re you know, he did his usual video. And instead of, you know, the usual lifestyle, you know, routine. Purchase my book routine. I'm just saying. He immediately goes on Tommy Sotomayor, and I'm just sitting back going, "Well, damn, did this did this man fuck your bitch? Like, like serious? Like as men, you can expect this from women, especially out of Tommy Sotomayor. He gets into some controversy with a black woman. Woman tries to hit him. These bitches are out here supposed to have a field day, not you, sir. But come on, bro." Then you say something stupid like, yeah, this guy's been a big part of the manosphere. How? Now, don't get it twisted. Tommy Sotomayor says shit that uh, Kevin Samuels took. A lot of content creators be jacking uh, Tommy Sotomayor's lingo and the things he talks about. I am not going to discredit that man whatsoever. <clears throat> but to be realistic... He also said that he thought the group of the he he also thought that the manosphere through his own words 
were a group of niggas that weren't getting pussy. That's also out of his mouth, too. So you can't just pick and choose. Like you got to keep it 1,000. But anyway, this content creator is just talking about Tommy and the type of bitches he's dealing with and, you know, how he handled it and what he should have done and this. I'm like, come on, bro. You're supposed to be in this thing. You're supposed to be one of the top people. In my opinion, I put you, I put high regards. Not that it, my personal opinion really means anything, although I am the host. But um, it's just like, damn. And now I see the patterns, right? These be the same niggas that talk about we all need to get together and do this. We can't be talking bad about one another. We shouldn't be putting one another down. Then you have a three-hour show about one man getting hit in the face by a woman. Come on, man. No good. <clears throat> no good, man. And like I said, I'm not going to mention the name because I am, I do support, I wouldn't even say support, I do watch and I do pay attention to this individual's content. And I'm not really trying to put smut on anybody's name unless they deserve it. <clears throat> I just don't, I don't feel in the mood to point this person out because it really wouldn't matter. It's just these people should know better. That's all I'm going to say. These people should fucking know better, man. Like, DJ Academics reacting to this shit, that's... <laughs> duh. It's DJ Academics. He's going to react. And not only is he going to react, but in return of him reacting, there's going to be hundreds and thousands of people that are going to see it. <clears throat> you know what I mean? But we're going to get into... Um, Hafez. Hafez is the dude... <clears throat> is the dude from Roommates. And every now and then, these guys, they come in to the manosphere, or they come into a male space, and they'll talk bad about the red pill, or they'll talk bad about MGTOW, and surprise, these are the people that are supporting you, you fucking dummy. But luckily, the homie, the OG, the, the quadruple, triple OG, Rolo Tomasi, layeth the smack of them. Let's go. Yeah, and I think uh, I think to me it's just like when you when it, it, with guys in that that far red pill space when you tell them they're you guys are hurt men. Yeah, that's they, it triggers them. Yeah, because it may no it trigger if if it trig if it triggers them it triggers them because you are having an emotionalist conversation with emotionalist goals, and they are trying to have an empirical debate with you they're trying to say here are the numbers hafiz here's what's going on in the real fucking world how do you parse that out tell me i i, I would i would like to know how do you parse though that data out with your belief set because you're having this argument with the goal of is this right is this wrong does it feel good does it not feel good uh, how is what's positive about that? Where's the positivity? Where's the love in all of this? Right. That's the goal. And I'm not saying that that's not even necessarily a bad goal. But when we're talking past each other, it's because my goal is to show you the data and show you the empirical material ob observable facts here. And say, well, what do you think of it? Is this true or is this not true? It doesn't matter because you're not focused on whether it's true or it's not. You're focused on whether it feels good or it doesn't. Or I also want to point something else out 
You notice how he said the far red pill? Like, what the fuck is that? Is he trying to say, like, red pill is, like, the far right? Like, what the, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Like, see, I, I feel that when I come on here, I try to speak as transparent as possible. I don't try to do um, any riddles. I try to get straight to the point, right? When black male content creators, and this is <clears throat> this will be the same thing, and look, no disrespect, but I feel that this will be the same thing Kevin Samuels will do one day. He'll sit back, he'll analyze the viewership, he'll analyze who's contributing the most, he'll figure out, okay, it's black women, goodbye black men. This is just my personal, no disrespect to him, but I see it coming. You know, he already does shows where guys can't call in. Guys can't call in. I only want ladies. Guys can't call in, right? These these black men, <clears throat> they're not really dedicated on really building. They're not really dedicated on building the way that you think they are. Like, Kevin Samuels is old school, so he's still talking about marriages and all that shit, which is fine. But a lot of these dudes and the black, the black manosphere, black MGTOW, whatever black you want to put in front of it, a lot of these guys change up when they see better opportunity on the other side. That's just the reality. Now, I'm not saying that this guy is one of those guys, but just the way he talks, he's very ignorant. He doesn't know. Like, he doesn't know any better. And I think if somebody really offered to tell him, like, like, yo, man, like, I can tell you about what's going on out here. Like, I'm in these trenches. Like, I'm, I'm out here. Like, I can tell you what it is and why men decide to go red pill. And it's not as far as you may think. But see, before it was the red pill, it was something else. Before it was MGTOW, it was ghost mode. Before it was that, it was something else. You see what I mean? Nothing's really new under the sun. It's just a lot of these people just get caught up with a few bad apples, and then it's, they really compare it to every other guy who's within the manosphere. You probably don't want to do that, buddy, because if Rolo, if Rolo's doing what I think he's going to do, he's just going to point out your hypocrisies. See, me, I'm going to roast you. I'm, I'm going to roast you. Uh, Hafiz, bitch. King Jaffe. Jaffe ass coming to America type name, motherfucking ass. See, I'll roast you. Or I'm a bad person or I'm a good person. That's the that's what you're trying to that's the end state of whatever your debate is all about. I made this or I read this on last Sunday's show. But again, it's all in emotions. They they presume that our that all every human being's priority should be based on this emotional, uh, are you hurt? Are you not hurt? Uh, you need to deal with the hurt first and then come back to me. No, you need to deal with the data and then come back to me. That's what you. Rolo, cook, cook these niggas. All right, all right, let me stop. Cook them. Fuck it, cook them, no. Cook them. You know what the fuck they talking about? But let me rebuttal. I don't agree 100%. Once again, this is a disclaimer. I do not agree 100% with anybody. And I believe it's more natural. Um, relationships are more organic that way. When you don't always believe with your friend. Maybe you guys go back and forth on a particular subject, on a particular topic, right? <clears throat> See, the mix 
it's like mix and match, right? So you'll have a guy who will tell you, go your own way. And you say, that's a good idea. You know, I'm getting tired of dealing with these fucking women anyway. I'm getting tired of being told I'm not good enough when I'm putting everything that I need to put, everything that I can put currently on the table. Maybe I should just go my own way. You'll have another guy who will tell you, hey, learn this game, learn this technique, capitalize on the dating market, yada, 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 pay this much a month, yada, 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 cash app, yada, 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 ebook. You guys get my drift. If a guy says, I'm going my own way, then that black guy will still say, well, he's just weak. He doesn't know what he's doing. He just doesn't understand the game, right? But at the same time, if he's a guy who learns all of this game and he becomes a PUA, that same nigga will also go, well, see, this is the reason why our dating market's fucked up. You know, all the bitches is fucking guys like this. Just just complete baller blockers. Complete baller blockers, man. Just uh, That should be illegal. Baller blocking should be illegal. You should be uh, prosecuted. You should be locked up. Need to do makes them feel like you're emasculating them. But I think we don't understand like what hurt means. To be hurt is to be human. And a this guy had the nerve to say that men do not know what hurt means. Remember what I've been saying for the past couple weeks now. Men suffer in silence. Women suffer in surround sound. This guy is caping. At the very least, I'll just say he's caping for women. He has a woman there with him, of course. See, <clears throat> dudes aren't really original with their formula. So I've said this a couple nights ago, maybe last night. <clears throat> when Fresh and Fit started to do their show the way that they do it, you started to see other clones. And they did the same shit that Fresh and Fit was doing, but then they call Fresh and Fit frauds. Why are you emulating frauds? Idiot. Same, same, same type of shit. Because, you know, Roommates is all right. Rolo was actually on Roommates, which is, this is kind of weird. But it's, it always, these are like catty, like male talk shows, in a sense, where, not, I'm not talking about Rolo Tomasi. I'm not even talking about the manosphere of the Red Pill. These, like, roommates, uh, too fragrant, whatever the fuck those homos are called, them niggas, and a couple of other, like, they're like male talk shows. So they try to have somewhat of an edge, or they try to appeal to certain men, but then they, like, like they'll realize, like Kevin Samuels is now, that, wow, all of my viewership and all of my real genuine support is coming from black women. So who am I going to aim my videos towards? Who am I going to aim my subject towards? What group or what gender of people am I going to go forward um, spreading my content to? And I get it. It's I, it's part of the game. But if you're out here like Steve Harvey telling these bitches to think like a man and, and telling them, telling these women that men don't understand real hurt, it's all about women, you're, you're a fucking simp. And, and, and guys like you, you're really giving men a bad name. Really giving men a bad name. A lot of times when you have a a visceral attitude. Uh, yeah. And didn't I mean to do that. Fucking piece of shit. Hold up. Did not mean to do that. I apologize. Feel good. Does it not feel good? 
probably a bad goal. But when we're talking past each other, it's because my goal is to or I'm a bad person or I'm a good person. That's the that's what you're trying to. That's the end state of whatever your debate is all about. I made this or I read this on last Sunday's show. But again, it's all in emotions. They they presume I think, I think we're left off that here. are that all every human being's priority should be based on this emotional, uh, are you hurt? Are you not hurt? Uh, You need to deal with the hurt first and then come back to me. No, you need to deal with the data and then come back to me. That's Mm. what you need to do. Cook. It shouldn't feel like cook emasculating them. Fuck this nigga. But I think we don't understand like what hurt means. (laughs) To be hurt is to be human. (laughs) And a lot of times when you have a, a visceral attitude towards somebody, it usually comes when you really value and love a person. So I always say that's why some of your arguments with your siblings are some of the most contentious or a spouse mm. contentious. Because the more you feel, the more you potentially can idolize someone, the more you can potentially demonize individuals as well. So with a lot of these guys, it's like they put so much into women and into all women. So I want to say women into all women. And when that woman hurts them in any way, shape, whether it's, you know, something as simple as she just didn't want him because she wasn't interested to where she hurt him or cheated on him. Now that creates this anger and, and hurt animosity towards everybody to where now. Why is it that more men feel that? See, I'll never be a person that will always tell you that I'm right, but I tried to be. I try to come correct. Actually, no. I don't really try to be right. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a a, a, a line from the the late great Patrice O'Neill. I don't want to be right all the time. I want to be righteous. I want to be righteous as much as possible. So in dumb, retarded, stupid, African naming Simba. Lion King having uh, Mufasa type name having nigga comes on here and spews bullshit like this. I have to come with a rebuttal. He states that men don't understand hurt. And hurt is about being human. Now, let's keep that word in mind. Hurt and human. Women have the most out of world, out of body experiences where they feel like they're the top of the top they're the women they are the women who are considered less human because they only equate a guy to one thing and that is simply his income you can't tell a guy knows nothing about her when guys are the ones who are initially the the guys are the ones who are initially used to dealing with rejection can't tell guys that they don't know what hurt is stop caping for these fucking bitches man this shit is disgusting you go online okay how many emotions did hafiz just describe how many how many emotions did he just use love hurt animosity uh what else i mean you could just run down like rewind that part right how many different emotions did he just describe in presuming that that's the right that's the goal state that's where we ought to be these guys are angry they're angry at what they're angry at women no they're angry at themselves if anything and why are they why 
self-development, self-accountability, red pill rage. That that's that's what you're gonna deal with, right? So you can't you can't just go, you can't just say stupid shit like, well, guys are just angry at women, because that that could be easily said about men and how women feel about men. They're not satisfied with modern men. They're not satisfied with a, with the money. They're not satisfied with the looks. So they're highly selective by nature to a point to where even if they're in a relationship, they'll find available options even while in a relationship just in case. The fuck you think hypergamy is? Why do you think hypergamy is spoken of so much? Women, when women get hurt once it becomes a big fucking deal like i said they suffer and surround sound they have the reception of a broader audience than a man who has problems or a man who's going through something nobody cares if that man is hurt so for that guy to say that alone man what a disgrace would they be angry at themselves because now they have this data and they understand that the life that they have built for themselves up to that point was based on bad data, was based on a rule set and an older way of thinking that nobody was really using, although they thought it was. And it felt good to think and it was their idealistic way of, of approaching love and life and everything else was going to everybody else was going to do. We're all playing on the same rule set. No, no, we find out that we're not. Now we find out what the data sets are. Now we find out that women want, you know, a guy who's economically attractive. We find out that he they will want the guy who's got the six pack abs, the six feet tall, six figure income, you know, um, you know VT, whatever. We can look at the, the empirical data set after data set after data set. If they're angry or they're frustrated or if the emotional response is is to anything, it's to that. It's to the belief that this, the, oh, my God, I've wasted part of my life. I mean, hopefully you find out about the red pill, guys. I hope you find out about the red pill in your 20s. You know, hopefully you find out about it in your teens, right? But I think you kind of have to have this sort of lived experience before you can really appreciate it. But let's just say for sake of an argument, you find the red pill at 25, you're in, a, you're in pretty good shape, but you're still probably pretty pissed because... Red pill rage, like I said, I didn't listen to this earlier. Red pill rage. Now... There's something I really disagree with. I'm going to point it out. Um, teens, like, I wouldn't even say people in their early 20s is a good thing when it comes to the red pill or even MGTOW. Um, I do feel that the mid-20s is kind of like, it's almost necessary, if not essential, to really coming to your own as a man and really finding what the nature of women is all about finding out what the harsh realities is all about. I think doing so when you're 25, you'll be able to deal with the problems. And I think at least by 29 to 30, you'll be better off in the long run. Um, I'm speaking from my personal experience, and I think it's a common way, in a sense, when you're 30 years old as a man, you're starting to figure shit out, but you may still have a problem or... You may feel that you have a problem when it comes to women. And it really is the opposite. Most of these women have problems when it comes to you. You don't have a problem with women. See me, if I knew 
like if somebody were to, were to say say to me, "Hey, there's an event going on where there's just a bunch of single attractive women and we're talking about a time where women were just direct. If they were interested in you, they would tell you. It wouldn't be a big deal if they weren't. They would they would tell you, right? It would be based off of see today it's all economics. And I think the economic aspect comes from the so-called entitlement and the equality that these women believe in. But like I like I've mentioned <clears throat> a lot of jobs don't have women for a reason and it's not because these jobs are misogynist and if these people are to say that then they're fucking stupid so like the police academy they've been misogynist this whole time like it wasn't until recently where women actually had the courage and god bless them for doing it for putting on a badge and going out there in the streets <laughs> just just recently now there was times in the past you would see it here and there but these type of jobs of risk and these type of jobs that involve real labor where you're working uh, 45 to 60 hours a week and you know you're in demand and what you do you have you have a skill set and you and you're good at the task that you do so you're almost on demand you'll you'll be able to move around and you know do all the things you want as a man <laughs> but when a woman is in those positions she lives she lives in a fucking crisis it's just chaotic when she has positions like this you have most likely made decisions or you've had experiences or maybe you had that painful lesson that you learned because you didn't understand the game. You didn't understand that the women that you were trying to get with or the women that might have hurt you, according to Hafiz, the reason why you got hurt is because you have bad data. Bad data from guys just like Hafiz. That's why. Man, roast this nigga. That idealistic Pollyanna, you know, deer in the headlights look, you know, glazed over saccharine smile. And then you've got Michaela Peterson over here who, you know, by and by most of these guys standards would probably be like, oh, she's pretty cool. She's pretty hot. I mean, she's got a 23 year old boyfriend right now. I'm sure he probably qualifies as most of those most of those dudes. So. So when we. If you're going to criticize these guys and say they're angry, at least do them the service, the courtesy of saying, well, why? Why did they get to that? Why did they come to that? It's not because I told them, you know, you should really not like women or you should really protect yourself. Oh, you know, uh, be Mr. You know, be a cold hearted son of a bitch like the Rolos telling them all to do that. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to tell you all that. <clears throat> I'm going to tell y'all that from experience. See, like I said, no disrespect to Rolo, no disrespect to Kevin Samuels, no disrespect to any of them older niggas. I'm a nigga of today. You know what I'm saying? I'm 33 years old. I've, I've seen the transformation of a lot of women and a lot of their behaviors. I don't find it acceptable. I will not validate it. I will not allow them to put me on some list or some level of attraction just for what I do rather than who I am. See, that's a that's a major difference. And see, I'm I'm not with the spinning plates. I'm not with the Rolo Tomasi shit. That's old school PUA garbage. I'm telling you that 
That's just my personal opinion. Now, the things he talks about in his books and the things he talks about in a lot of his podcasts since the PUA days has been entirely different. He'll still go over old posts. He'll still go over those old ass posts where he's talking about, you know, approaching 10 women a day type shit. If listen, like, dude, you, you can't not today. You really can't. Unless you're that guy where a woman is essentially looking at you, giving you IOIs on instinct, that shit is a no-go today. And it's not because, you know, guys shouldn't deal with rejection, but why? You're just going up to talk to women just to see, are you even attracted to these bitches? Where are they at? I need their intel. <laughs> I need their intel immediately i was watching this documentary last night we going on some random shit like i said it's a freestyle friday so who the fuck cares about this african simba mustafa ali uh 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 kareem saheed name having motherfucking ass nigga simping for these bitches why who gives a shit so i was watching this documentary last night about silk road i'm sure a lot of you guys heard of it because it's known <clears throat> I knew like maybe three people who allegedly I'm not involving myself in no incriminating activity whatsoever. But there was somebody, there's a couple people who I knew who allegedly purchased things off of Silk Road. Things that smell funny and taste, taste really good. When you smoke it and it's green and they were telling me how easy it was and how, you know, people have like fucking secret accounts and there's in, in, with these secret accounts, they're able to make the transactions and none of this shit was being traced or being watched by the feds, even though the feds was watching that shit the whole time, bro. And <clears throat> I want to bring this up because I find it to be very interesting. So Silk Road, they had they had niggas cooking meth, like they were cooking crystal meth. They were uh, dabbling in all sorts of manufacturing of narcotics and shit. The feds, the feds had like like decoys and shit. Like it was just like a network of feds. You can imagine the the manpower that they had. They probably had like 500 or they probably had like 500 regionally. Like they had 500 feds in the East Coast, 500 feds in the West Coast. They had that type of activity. And one by one, they were they were catching a lot of these people like, you know, drug transactions and all this other shit. But the documentary that I seen, <clears throat> I forgot the nigga's name. He's like he's like known in that particular whatever he's serving like two life sentences and whatever a lot a lot of the white people will know the guy's name but apparently this guy was was in it like he was he was in it the niggas was pushing mushrooms and all other types of crazy shit they were pushing it and there were a couple of guys who who he said tried to set him up or they tried to scam him Meaning 
they had product lined up. The guy pays money for the. It's like a when you get when you have shipping or when you get a shipment, you get you get a number. I think you used to get a number on Silk Road, or it was something. It was translated through something else, and it pretty much it it pretty much discombobulated the words so you couldn't a regular person wouldn't be able to see it. You have a personal viewer, it translates it, and then voila, right? So this nigga, this nigga got whacked. He got he got scammed for like two hundred thousand dollars, right? And these niggas, two hundred two hundred k, right? The niggas who had the two hundred k owes that money back to the fucking hell's angels and shit. <laughs> So they owned bread. They they owed they owed the Hell's Angels, right? A fucking motorcycle gang or a motorcycle club. My bad, my mistake. The uh, MC they owed a MC two hundred thousand dollars. So they decided, you know, you know how these motherfuckers are. You know these white folks, these bikers and shit. They was like, fuck the bullshit. You gonna have our money by a certain period of time. Or it's going to be the end of you. They said, if you don't have our money by Friday, it's a wrap. So this guy's panicking. They have all of the transcripts. They have the entire email conversations back and forth of the guy saying he doesn't know him. He doesn't know about the guy. He does, he's not aware of the situation, etc. Then the Hell's Angel niggas hit him up. It was like, yo, this nigga owes us some bread. If he ain't paying us, we getting rid of him. They said, fuck him. But in reality, they were the feds, right? So the Hell's Angels were the feds. And they've infiltrated an entire motorcycle company on Silk Road. Like this. That shit's crazy, man. It's like a Silk Road documentary. If you go on YouTube and search Silk Road, you'll find it. But that's just my random thought of the day. In fact, I get in trouble for not telling them that. I show data sets. I, I, I'm, the, I'm the one who is using the same data as the guys she's interviewing or Chris Williamson is interviewing or God knows who else is interviewing, right? And they're going to interview Rob, her dad, right? Uh, Jordan Peterson. I use his data. I use uh, God Sod's data. I use Rob Henderson's data. I use uh, Rolf's data. I, you guys know I use, the, I use these data sets all the time, but they have no comeback to any of that. You're just hurt. You're just, the reason why you're even bringing that up is because you have some deep-seated angst and some horrible thing. Who hurt you? Let's go. Let's do. Uh, uh, was it uh, childhood regression therapy and see where all of this comes from? <laughs> no, no, we won't. We don't have to because I'm not. I'm not in any way hurt. I am showing you data sets. I am trying to be as close to objective, rational reasoning as I possibly can. But that's not the argument that we're having. That's not the debate. All right. Okay. Well, it's great to meet two thirds. Okay. All right. These people are, are a problem. And I'm not talking about Rolo Tomasi. Rolo Tomasi to me is like, you know, give or take. 
on what particular position you're in in life, he may be helpful. But in a lot of times for me, in the lone wolf lifestyle, I don't really find a lot of his shit to be that useful. I still feel like I said it's a PUA game to an extent. But when anybody points out something meaningful, I acknowledge it. So it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I don't agree with anybody 100%. I have my own life. I'm in a different place in life, uh, age-wise, generation-wise, mindset-wise. See, these guys, they can talk about, they can speak on what's going on because of the people that they know around them. But it's really the people who's living the life, and it's the people who are currently going through the situations. They're the ones that need to speak up and be the ones to help give these young men insight. That's that's real shit. That's real. That's real talk. I hate when people say real talk, but I'm going to use it. That's real talk, though. See, because me, I I kind of understood, like, all right. With women, they're never going to truly, uh, they're never going to truly understand men. Their purpose is not to understand men. If they can manipulate a man or if they can betray themselves as something that they not, they can automatically uh, obtain a lot of these guys today. It's just their expectations are too high for the standards and for what they actually bring to the market. Fuck the table. What do you bring to the market? But a lot of women don't have to bring much. That's the point I'm making. A lot of men are simps. A lot of guys like the whoever... Uh, Sinbad name having ass nigga. He's he's promoting this idea that hey the problem is you the problem is men, we don't understand hurt. The same guys like I said before are the the ones who deal with rejection and the ones who deal with uh hurt first. None of that matters to him. It's just we don't understand women and. We have to be compassionate, and we have to be caring, and we have to be considerate, and we have to court these women, and we have to show respect to all women, because all women are queens, this and that and the third, but at the end of the day, none of that shit means anything. That shit don't mean nothing. I don't give a fuck about all that. Like I said, I'm not here to, to beat drums and yell kumbaya. I'm not, I'm not here to do all that. It's all about just the reality of things. See, guys, like I said, if you choose, if you choose to get blindsided by fantasy and hopes and dreams without any plans of obtaining all this shit, then you're living the lifestyle and you're in the mindset of a modern day woman. Nothing but dream and hope and all that, all that don't mean shit. All of it don't mean a motherfucking thing. So when, like, it's and it's always, <clears throat> it's always sad. I think for men, like, I I don't really have much, and it's not to say that I hate women by any means when I say this. I just feel more. I feel. I feel more sympathy, obviously. Well, I feel more sympathy, logically, for men as a man than than women as a man. Because like I've said countless times, the women who are bitter, these weren't women who never had an opportunity with men. 
The women who are 30 and up, they're unmarried, they don't have kids. It wasn't that they never had opportunities and relationships and hopping on the cock carousel, cock hopping with these men. They just forgot what the game was all about. And then all of a sudden, that clock hit, game over. You can't start over again. There's no extra lives. And even though this is the game, there is no controller. You know what I'm saying? There's no disc. It's life, bitch. And in the same way that women will also say a guy in his 30s, they'll try to put the blame on the guy. So any guy who's in his 30s, who, by the way, are technically the ones who are doing better than what they did 10 years ago, other than the females 10 years ago who were actually in their prime, they were actually in that position. They were actually qualified, minus any form of promiscuity or sexual activities, to be a worthy wife. The guys now in their 30s, they're being told, well, you should have took the opportunity and the responsibility when you had it. And it's like, wait, what? How old are you? Oh, you're 32. Okay, you can't have kids. You don't have kids. You can't get married. You want to get married. You can't find a man because you're too busy trying to uh, compete with men and too busy with this masculine fake frame trying to act like a man. These bitches need to go somewhere, man. Seriously, a lot of guys are just tired of it. See me, like I said, I'm in control. I'm cool. I may turn up a bit, but at the end of the day, I I realize what it is. And Rolo Tomasi broke it down. It's like this economic attraction that women have to success in men. And it started off as a trend, but then it blew up in the same way that Kevin Samuels average at best blew up is the same way that the high value man um, idea blew up. Is it a coincidence? No. It's not right. The same guy who's actually defending himself when it comes to black bitches who come on the show and talk about you disrespect black women is the same guy that's getting all of the follows, all of the subscribers, and all of the help from Kevin Samuels himself, which are black women. Like it's women in general, but he knows, he knows, he knows. Like if I can pick my audience, I would, I would smash, I would just smash a bunch of 40 year old bitches who, who already have everything figured out in life, but who just need dick. That's all. I, that's all I would facilitate myself to um, bitches today. When I say today, I mean my age, 30s, they're undateable. The man, like I said, he's reaching his prime, so he'll be he'll be seen as more opportunist, more of an opportunist, because he's actually making progress as he gets older. The women, they're, they're going to be so destruct, so destroyed, they're just going to be completely annihilated because they thought, you know, in their 30s, they would find Prince Charming, a falling angel, an angel out of the sky. 
to come along and, and just bring her to the pearly gates of marriage, relationships, and, and children, and all these other things. But she forgot throughout her entire life, she's been nothing but a female failure. Gentlemen, there are too many female failures out here for you to be caught up with one, right? Now, I'm not saying that women are essentially failures, but these are the same women that want high-value men but barely make 50000 a year. These are the same women who, as Kevin Samuels will say, are average at best or in some cases dumpster-shaped bitches with nothing to offer, wanting just she wants the impossible. It's not even improbable. It's just impossible for these fat refrigerator shaped bitches to find a high value man. But you can't tell them shit. I'll be called a misogynist. I'll be called a bad man. I'll be called toxic. I will wear it with a badge. I ask these women, you know, if I'm just a misogynist, do me a favor. You should be sewing anyway. You should be doing more feminine, um, more more feminine arts and crafts and activities and sewing and shit anyway. Sew me a sweater that says misogynist on it, and I will gladly wear it for you. I do not give a fuck what these feminazis say about me. Most modern day women, they, they already know they're fucked, so there's no reason really to try to reach them. I'm not Kevin Samuels. I'm not here to reach bitches. Now, the women who understand this shit, cool. You know what I mean? I I I'm one of those people. Like I said, I don't. I'm not excluding women from my content. It's just it's not directed towards them, especially the women who fucking know better. If for the women who know better, they're only going to get triggered because they're going to look at what I'm saying and saying, "Hey, you said all women." If you if you believe that, then take it however the fuck you want to take it. I'm not going to be one of these niggas that's going back and forth with women. Unless you're trying to smash, trying to meet up. Then I got to come locked and loaded because I don't know who the fuck you bring. You know how these fucking hoes are today. Matter of fact, let me see something. Because niggas, niggas was getting set up. <laughs> niggas was getting set up on the on the dating apps. Hold up. Oh, I got to find this, man. This is going to be a good episode. Hold up. <laughs> um... Dating app setup. Wow. Oh my god. Oh lord. Oh lord. Alright, so this is three months ago, and this is from WREG News Channel 3. Fair use. Fair fucking use, motherfucker. Fair use. Fair fucking use. As we're going through our ads. Luckily, I was able to turn this down just in time. To silence this faggot TikTok ad. All right, we're, we're going into it. Hold up. Let me make sure. Got a loud ass motorcycle out here. All right, let's get back into this. So bizarre. Some are calling it a made for TV crime that landed four people, these four people behind bars. It happened after police say a man was invited to the home of a woman that he was talking to through a dating app website. WRG's Jarita Patterson has the disturbing details of an alleged dating app kidnapping. 
Things are quiet now inside the reserve of Dexter Lake Apartments. But Monday, a man went to this unit when things turned terrifying. They sound like some TVs. <laughs> Dating app kidnap. We're not playing. These white folks aren't fucking around, dude. That's why I like these white people. To through a dating app website. WRG's Charita Patterson has Scamming. the disturbing details of an Scammer. alleged dating app kidnapping. <laughs> dating app kidnapping. Things are quiet now inside dating the resort at Dexter Lake Apartments. But Monday, a man went to this unit when things turned terrifying. Uh -oh. This sounds like some TV stuff. Yeah, it sounded like Netflix. It was an alleged robbery plot that sounds like it was made for TV, but this was all too real. This all started when the victim says he met a woman online through a dating app, essentially throwing caution to the wind. Decide I know these I know this gotta be some down south niggas, cause this bitch came out <laughs> this bitch came out looking like looking like Aunt Shirley. This bitch came out of the fucking woodwork. It's like what the fuck is this bitter old depressed dilapidated bitch doing as a news anchor? The fuck is going on over here? I don't understand this shit anymore. Deciding to meet at this apartment complex, the victim who thought he was getting a shot at love would find himself being shot at several times. <laughs> I'm not surprised because things happen all the time, especially around here. Not wanting to go on camera, this neighbor was still shocked. It's crazy. Hearing police were investigating an alleged dating app kidnapping involving one of his neighbors. Jasmine S. Williams uh -huh, is accused uh -huh, of being uh -huh, the... Uh -huh. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, guys. If you guys want to know what I consider to be a quote-unquote hood booger, um, this black woman would be the representation. Now, to a lot of guys out there, a lot of you guys will look at her and go, I'd still smash. And you know what I would say to that? So would I. Okay. That doesn't smashing sex. Let's just take sex out of this equation. Okay. This bitch, she got, she got the honey blonde. She got the honey blonde weave. This bitch ain't playing around. She out here, she out here scamming niggas in style. This bitch got the honey, she got the Winnie the Pooh blonde weave. Looking like a hot fucking mess. You know what I mean? She looks, she's the most appealing one in the lineup, I'll say that. But um, yeah, dating apps, this is what happens. This, this is one of the risks you gotta deal with. That's why... In most cases, when you deal with hood boogers, you want to stay away from them as far as possible. The face of this elaborate crime. Detectives say Williams, while online, invited the victim over. He was ambushed, he describes. Ooh, she was the honey trap? The Winnie the Pooh weave having bitch was the honey trap? <laughs> what? Get out of here. No wonder why she was the only attractive bitch in the fucking lineup. Are these other... Is that a guy? Nah, there's another woman, and she looked like a... Whoa. Never mind. See, the other woman, she's passive compared to the next... Oh, my God. These are some rough... These are some rough-neck-looking bitches. I'll tell you that. These bitches are more masculine than me, so I don't even know why I'm talking shit. These bitches look way more masculine than me. Let me stop talking before I get set up next.
fucking with these scandalous ass hoes. But this is how this this is what happens, especially in the hood. Niggas is in the hood. After going inside her unit, three more people identified as another woman, also named Jasmine Williams, Nadia Townsend, and Trevor Keys, were lying in wait. The victim says he was robbed, pistol whipped, and held hostage while the four accused, quote, started arguing over what to do with him. He says he was put inside the trunk of a car before being moved to the back seat and driven away. A lot of people prey on the innocent anyway, so. After hearing one of the alleged abductors say they were going to, quote, torture and kill him, the victim says he made his move, running for his life while also dodging bullets. Oh and I'm not surprised God. just because of the world we live in. A worldwide web meetup that ended with the victim in the hospital and four others being taken away in handcuffs. That's all I need to bring up. We may bring up another one just because. Yo, we could do dating app setups. We could do dating app setups uh, Saturdays, man. Because there's so many articles about this shit and so many videos about niggas being blatantly set the fuck up by these fucking whores. We got to find this shit, man. We got to find more. We got to find more. There has to be more. Then again, for the time being, we'll just we'll just let that settle in. Another another reason to stay away from online um, online dating. Uh, let's go back into the playlist here because I had another video that was playing. No such thing as a relationship to I'm guessing modern women. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Very loud, I apologize. Very loud. Sorry. Well, it's great to meet two thirds of the group. Whoa, 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 player, don't get comfortable. You can't just stick it in. Mm -mm. Okay, so what is the vetting process? You have your own place, right? Of course. Your finances are in order? 100%. You let her be the boss in the bedroom? Each and every time. Oh, just kidding. You can say it. Men talk. Men tell their stories, their war stories, the many, 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 many battles they have endured so that we can learn from them. We're going to highlight this particular story from Charles Papone that you can find in the comment section from the 56-year-old former supermodel feels invisible and explains dating struggles. Modern women are not ready for this video. So join the campfire, have a seat, and let's get into this story. This story is called no such thing as a relationship today. Just catering to a woman's ego is all there is. I should give a disclaimer. This may get deep. So for a lot of women who are triggered, for a lot of you guys who may not be ready for this type of information, you may want to sit this one out. I understand going forward. With that being said, let's get into it. I have trouble understanding what's in a relationship for a man these days. I'll explain. I am 57 and still getting conversations with women about relationships. Even after I tell them that I'm out of the game, they tell me that I'm super nice and somewhat pursue me. So I'll start with the women that don't want to work. Immediately they talk about marriage, so they get taken care of financially. 
I let them talk enough and they say that they will stay home and do the chores, but their houses really aren't that taken care of. Also, they insist they want their things all around the house, which would essentially turn my house mostly into her house. And am I going to pay her to push me aside? I don't show any interest in these women, but be super nice to them. And they feel at ease to bear their souls. Then the women who do have careers are very aggressive and want to be in charge of everything, which I can understand why they want a nice guy to push around. But when I tell them I don't want to be pushed around in a very nice way, they just look at me and kind of tell me that I'll get over it. Yes, literally say that to me. They expect me to be their doormat and they are so confident that they just attempt to manipulate me from the beginning of the conversation. Oh my goodness, they get upset when I ghost them totally. Won't even be friends with these women. They then stop me demanding an answer. And when I tell them, they never listen to me. They tell me that a relationship is supposed to be all about the woman right to my face. So, what's in it for me? They say I get to be in a relationship, so I have to give up my life for their dreams. They say that's right. That's the way it should be. Laughing out loud. I don't think so. No such thing as a relationship today. Just catering to a woman's ego is all there is. Men aren't part of the big picture and men aren't cared for anymore. Thanks for sharing, brother. The question, what's in it for me? This question is essential. Your time, money, and energy are precious. So your investment should have an ROI that benefits you. I've learned that this mentality comes naturally to women. The fact that they pursue you says you have something to offer them that will benefit their lives. Tangibles. You got a house, you got a car, you got money. Tangibles. When they leave. And that's the sad part about it, guys. What he just said. All in a nutshell. See, the guy is 57 years old and he's getting approached by multiple women. 57 years old. Getting approached by multiple women. And he's already out of the game. He said, fuck it, I'm done. Women don't give a shit about that. The guys who leave are actually the guys. It, it, see, this is this is like the reality check for women. The guys who stop focusing on you become better. And then you come back to them later on and they don't want nothing to do with you. You see a guy, right? And this is my thing. Certain women I can appreciate because they'll say something like. They'll use a term like potential. And I think everybody gets upset, especially women. Everybody gets upset because when you mention things like potential to a woman, she'll be offended because she's not good enough. But if a woman has potential to be good, and if a guy is willing to possibly set some things aside to pursue that, that's his business. For me, it's less than likely that any of these bitches have anything to offer for me in my time going forward as a man. Hold up. Besides vagina, of course.
besides vagina. You guys, you know, come on. You know what I mean? You know, this ain't, um, this, this ain't, this ain't that type of party where I'm out here telling guys to go out here and, and cause havoc. But as what Rolo Tomasi said, I, I'm the guy who's going to tell guys to be assholes. I feel in my generation, I have a right to do that. Because if the only thing that you're getting in response of your hard work is a woman who's telling you that you need to do more to facilitate her lifestyle and doing nothing, and she brings nothing to the table, you should have nothing to offer her in return. That's all. If the relationship, they won't leave empty-handed. That's why they are looking to date up. It's a problem when we as men do the same. This is why the red pill is a bitter pill to swallow. Because now when a woman calls you, texts you, sends you a DM, you go like, what do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you want? Mm -hmm. A woman's mm -hmm. power lies in the power that you are willing to give her. That's why she needs you to fall in love with her. As a young man, it's easier to fall in love with a woman. And this will change as you get older and gain more experience. A woman can get away with bringing nothing to the table when a man is in love. Like Forrest Gump and Jenny. Jenny. Oh, she stay away from and me. Jenny. Just stay away from me, please. Oh no. Jenny was this special no. as hell. Jenny. <laughs> that boy's cop. Did it. Listen, guys. Oh my god. I've mentioned this on multiple occasions. I'll mention it again because this content creator, which by the way, is um Manosphere Highlights Daily. I remember that name. Uh, Forrest Gump is probably the it's probably the, the worst movie ever when it comes to men, but it's also a reality check if you really analyze the movie with more of a red pill perspective. You'll understand that Forrest Gump was simping for uh was simping for this bitch for the entire movie, his entire life. And she was out there getting fucked. She was out there getting tore up. The Black Panthers probably ran the train on the bitch. Y'all remember that part. Y'all remember Forrest Gump. Y'all niggas ain't that old. Even if y'all 30, if y'all in your late, if you're in your late 20s, watch that movie. Please. Tom Hanks is in it. I know people have a very uh, polarizing uh, opinion when it comes to Tom Hanks. In my opinion, this movie is what made his career. Not Animal House, although that's a good movie, but Forrest Gump made Tom Hanks' career. And it's a great movie. But it shows you sort of the reality, or it shows you the length that a man, even like Forrest Gump, would be willing to take for one woman. His search and his life consists of one woman. If I'm not mistaken, his mother died sometime earlier on. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. But other than that, his life consisted of Jenny. And because of that, he he did all of this. He did all of these extraordinary things in his life. He did the military, Purple Heart, or whatever fucking medal that he got. That was super important. He did the marathon run or the triathlon, whatever the fuck you call that shit. Participated in that. He did extraordinary things, but his mind was still set on that one woman to a point where that woman came back because she knew that that guy was 
the the good guy the whole time. That's the guy who's who's willing to take care of him the whole time. This is what I consider blue pill magic. Now, this is a more harsher. We compared this to love don't cost a thing, right? Last night, the more harsher perspective of this would be Forrest Gump, because you see the negative aspect. You see a person who traveled and did everything and still had focus and had one itis, as Rolo would say, and as a lot of guys in the red pill community would say, and due to that, the only time he got her was at her dying days when she had AIDS, bro. <laughs> The bitch had the apartment in Dallas, as we usually call it. The apartment in Dallas, okay? Um, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty fucked up movie, actually. Now that I think about it, it's a pretty depressing movie. But it's one of those reality checks, and it's like blue pill magic because he technically still got it. What He still got what he wanted at the end, but it wasn't the way that he wanted it. You know, he wanted kids. She came back with a child. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. That's rough. So this can only work if a man falls in love with her. Jenny comes back to Forrest Gump after she's been ran through, beat up, and needs a bag. <laughs> Stop! Yo, my man's not playing. My man's not playing around. But now it's time for Mr. Nice Guy, the man that she friends owned for all of these years. And it's interesting because this is also in our comment section from one of the few women that watch our channel. This is what she wrote. She was so beautiful. Why did she not marry one of the nice guys that surely have proposed to her over all these years? She Simple question. Wants to wait till she's the age of a grandmother and expect to have suitors like Prince Charming lined up complete delusion you see there are always quote-unquote nice guys that women can choose from well see one of the problems here is is that good guys the good guys that um didn't go through menopause and oh they may have oh, yeah. they, they may have, have but they okay. made it through. maybe they did but maybe they were too smart to just give up on things and get yeah. themselves a fast car and a young woman um yeah you guys are taken so what remains are all the ones that nobody else wants. <laughs> little consideration, little respect. Remember, this is the modern day woman. Little consideration, little respect, or really no respect. The modern day woman has no respect for the modern day man. This is why 61% of us black men are single and childless. 61% of black men are single and childless. And even the 40% of the fathers that produce the children being black, how many of those do you think were actually involved in raising the child? <laughs> but they don't want them. If she picks the guy that she has friend zoned for all of these years, it's like settling for him. That's why you need to be happy to be in a relationship with her. That's what you get. That's your prize. It's the simps that basically give women this mentality that they just have to show up. They give them free attention and it doesn't work in their favor. 
what do I say all the time when it comes to the simps, right? <coughs> and when it comes to like nice guys, simps are essentially nice guys, but nice guys are not simps. Meaning nice guys, most nice guys are what you would consider genuinely nice guys. That doesn't appeal women. Unless they, if they have looks, then yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. But if they're just average guys, like most of us, to be fair, average being under six foot, average being, you know, like I said, a certain height, certain weight, certain built characteristics, hairstyle, beard, if you have one, any sort of facial hair, all of these things would be considered necessary, right? Now, women, as I've stated so many times, they'll go to the extremes of emulating a man. So they make as much money as a man, so they expect to find a high-value man. These women are not capable of being mothers because they haven't been taught by real mothers. They've been taught by half-parenting. They've been taught in a single-mother household. So believe it or not, a lot of these bitches, they grow up competing with their mothers or their mothers will be the ones that criticize them the most when it comes to certain shit. And a lot of these mothers try to live their lives through their daughters and they're able to get away with it without a doubt because the man is usually incarcerated or the nigga ain't shit. So the woman always hears that, you know, the child, the young daughter hears that from the adult mother, the only parent in the household in which she considers herself the mother and father. So this is where another form of the feminazi mindset comes from. The choice mom uh, mindset comes from this, okay? So it's almost like passed down, you know what I'm saying? It's like hereditary. It's that bad going forward. It's really that bad. You're just there to boost her ego. That's why when you ghost a woman, she will have a hard time dealing with this because now it's, what's wrong with me? Modern women are not raised to bring value to a man's life. And that's why it's not a surprise that they expect you to sacrifice yourself for them. The next three, four years are gonna be really interesting because millennial women are turning 40 this year. And Susan Vanker said something interesting in yesterday's video. And here's a really recent statistic that's very telling. A full half of all 18 to 34 year olds today, half, are currently unpartnered. <laughs> not just not married, but no romantic relationship at all. <laughs> and whose fault is that? See, that's what pisses me off about women. They'll go through most of their adult years sleeping around. Right. They use terminologies like, oh, well, I'm just dating. Translation, translation. She she is smutting it out. Translation or, or better yet, I'm focused on my career. Translation. It's the bag before the man. Right. Anytime you hear these sort of lingos and terminologies, just keep in mind the type of women that you're dealing with. See, women today, and like they mentioned, the millennials are turning 40, I guess, with this cycle. 
I'm still 33. I'm considered a millennial. I don't, at this point, getting older, it doesn't make a difference to me. I'm comfortable with dying one day. I'm not saying in general. I'm not. Well, actually, yeah, I'm saying in general. I mean, death's a part of life. I'm cool with that shit. I mean, I would want to, you know, live a meaningful life. I want to lead a meaningful life with a meaningful purpose, a meaningful message. You know, that's one of the things that I fear is leaving this earth without that opportunity to do so. That's a fear. Leaving this earth, that doesn't necessarily bother me. You know, after you have friends and you have close friends, relatives, and people like that die around you, it, it's it's a fucked up feeling to have. It's kind of fucked up, but it's, it's life. You kind of just come to the understanding. You know, and through people's mind, when it comes to spirituality or religion, they, they believe that, you know, when their time comes, maybe there'll come a time where you can see that person again. You know, you always get kind of choked up when I talk about shit like that, because, you know, I, I lost a lot of I lost a lot of close people. A lot of close people that, you know, if if most of them were around today, it's not to say that things would be better. It would just be, you know, it would just be good to see those people again, you know. But, you know, life is life. That's like going back to what I've said before. When guys get to that point where it's like, all right, I'm 34, 35, or I'm 40, and I don't have a wife or I don't have kids, it's like, okay. Guys are sort of more in tune with that, and we can kind of move forward. I think women are the ones that are going to feel it the most because they've been the ones that have been living the lie the entire time, and they're finally getting the consequences and repercussions. Half between 18 and 34. Now, if it had been 18 and 24, you'd be like, okay, 18 and 34? <laughs> According to a 2009 paper, 2009 paper published by the National Bureau of Economic Research, quote, as women have gained more freedom, more education, and more power, they have become less happy. Well, <laughs> what do we have here? Well, what a surprise. Who the fuck would have thought that? I wouldn't have, right? Because I've always talked about the strong and independent are problematic at best. I, I, I've been, uh, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> you think that's just a slogan? Like, is that like a t-shirt? You want that on a t-shirt or a hoodie or a hat? Because I'll do it. I'll do it like the other guys. Shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll you know... I'll tap dance like the other guys. I'll sell hoodies and sweaters and shit. Holidays come up. I'll have Christmas uh, Christmas sweaters. But seriously, I've been saying this shit from the beginning. Women have chosen to emulate men to a point where if they can't, if they can't measure up to a man physically, they'll get one up on him because on top of being manipulative, and on top of being problematic at best, and on top of being confrontational, and on top of being materialistic, you see what I'm getting at? I'm, I, I can keep going. I can make this entire episode just me continually going off what modern day women are and what they expect from guys. Now, the like I said, the modern day women are still these strong, independent, and educated women. Nothing changes. In fact, 
their attitude going forward is heightened. And they come across the guy and they expect the man to have everything right away. And them bitches don't have shit to offer. Just like this slit. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the when this study was released, countless articles and news reports inquired about the irony of it all. How is it possible that women could be less happy after having been liberated? <laughs> the fact that you believe that you've been liberated is, is proof that you are lost. You are spiritually lost. Your spirit, you've been spiritually lost. A lot of y'all bitches weren't raised with any faith or any value or any principle anyway. Let's just be honest. Most of the religious people that I knew growing up were mostly men. And like, I had, there was a pastor. He's been gone. He's one of the people that I mentioned. He's, he's one of the people that he's got me closer to faith without depending on a church. When he died, I was just like, man, fuck this. Because <laughs> like that, that was the dude that I could go to for insight. And it's not just on no biblical religious tip, it's on principle and decision-making. You know what I'm saying? Still on the spiritual realm, but still life-related. I think with religion, you kind of go too far out of reality. Or with the Bible, even though a lot of things measure up to the things going on today, a lot of people will just say, well, they're made up stories from a certain time period that's not even traced, etc. They can say that. And they have a right to say that. But with the spiritual aspect, certain things, like I pointed out a couple days ago, I think, um, in the morning, with Adam and Eve, that's a story of simping. Adam became a simp that day. The Lord created a simp. The Lord created a fucking simp. And look, I'm not saying this. And like I said, people will get offended, but people don't understand the relationship, um, the, the relationship that I have. So I don't give a fuck about other people's perspective. But what I'm saying logically, especially those who are red pill, if you think about it, Adam was tricked, tricked, keyword tricked. By Eve with the forbidden fruit. And from then, we have what we are today. A lot of men are naturally simps. A lot of men will naturally pedestalize to women. Therefore, a lot of men will naturally be in the receiving end of all the fuckery coming their way. Just like the modern day whorehounds, there's modern day women. Like, let me, let me break this down. So you got MDWs. That's modern day women. So when I use MDWs in my titles or when I use MDW going forward, that's modern day women. The same way that a lot of black men in the manosphere will say uh, BM for black men. I'll use that as well. Black women, BW, same. Um, modern day whorehounds, MDWWs, those are 
the top level elite whores. Those are the top level elite cum guzzling useless twats. They're they're the elite. They're they're the top of the top. These these could be names. I'm not saying this directly, but this could be in reference to Brittany Renner. Could be, but like I said, I feel personally, if Brittany Renner was smart, but then again, you know, no need to get into that. No need to get too technical, right? But if she was more intelligent, she would have been locked the man down. But it's the excitement and it's the thrill of being out there and being in the spotlight. These aren't women who want to be held down. These are women who want to spread their wings, right? These are the women, like this bitch said, that that wanted to be liberated. And they felt in the same way that equality was supposed to liberate them, they can also sexually liberate themselves. Hence, the slut walk. All these things really did was solidify and verify the fact that they're whores and men should stay far away from them as possible. Now... Women can get mad at what I say, but this isn't towards you. This is towards those modern-day whorehounds, the MDWWs. These women are diabolical at the very least. Highly destructible, okay? They don't give a shit about what a man brings to the table. They only give a fuck about what his income is. Now, this goes as far back, and what I mean by bring to the table, I mean in the sense of character. So now, like I said, women equated men to D and W, dicks and wallets. Dicks, like I said, the personality trait of being an asshole is appealing to women. Therefore, he's a dick or just a fallacy. He's a fuckboy. He gives good dick, etc. Pause, not me. But that would be considered the dick aspect. The wallet aspect would be more considered beta. Beta or baller. We're going to bring up the beta ballers. Matter of fact, the beta ballers. We're going to talk about the beta ballers soon. And I feel it's necessary because a lot of athletes, a lot of movie stars, a lot of entertainers that are in very prominent, very important positions are nothing more than beta ballers. Um, If you want to mention Will Smith, you can. I'm kind of biased because I'm not a super fan of Will Smith. But I am a fan of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disrespect the Philadelphia native. I am from Jersey, I keep it East Coast to the fucking fullest, so I'm just gonna keep it at that. But beta ballers are also a, an important aspect. These are the representations of the wallet aspect. Now, a baller would essentially be seen as a alpha male or even a sigma male to an extent. Not 100% Sigma male, though. Mostly an alpha, mostly a guy making moves, mostly a guy who's essentially in the spotlight when it comes to his job or his career, when it comes to his position in life, right? A lot of these bitches will think that if they can get to his level, then they'll have access to that guy. And, of course, it never works out for her. Never. So with women becoming liberated and they figured, hey, you know, we're going to be sluts. This is what they said. I didn't say this. They wanted to become sluts. So now they deal with the consequences. Guys are going to pump and dump. Guys are going to try to get in where they fit in. 
they may guys today are more than likely to manipulate you and try to fuck you. That's because at this point, and I don't feel I'm not remorseful for that. I don't, I've never have I. Actually, yeah, I have. I've done that several times. I'm not even gonna lie, and I don't feel bad for doing it because women will display their lack of um, consideration. They'll display their lack of value towards a guy. So a guy, in my opinion, if a guy decides, hey, you know what? I know these bitches ain't shit. Like, if a guy goes, you know what? I know these bitches ain't shit. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to run through as much women as possible. But there's ways of doing it. Guy's good looking. He's going to fuck bitches regardless. So he may not even have to sweet talk a woman into it. It's just he lays down the groundwork and says, hey, you know, it's been nice knowing you, but uh, it's time we part ways. And see, that's what a lot of see, that's the thing that women in their 30s, they don't tell you that women don't tell you that they're still sexually active. These women are still getting piped. It's just the guys who are piping them. They're not looking at them as like partners or as like potential mates in any way shape or form you know they're they're fucking chucks fucking chucks is it, it is what it is you know what i mean a fucking chuck is self-explanatory it can be an attractive woman don't get it twisted a fucking chuck can be an attractive woman but a man will know that she's problematic at best she's attractive but that's not the main that's see attraction for men is almost like attraction for men. This is the best example. Attraction for a man is like buying a new truck. He likes that the truck is nice and clean. You know, he likes the inside being nice and clean, the outside being clean, but he's about to hit the road. He's about to hit mud. He's about to go mudding. He's about to go sliding. He's about to do the Dodge commercials and shit in the Ford commercials where they just be doing donuts and shit in the middle of the road. He about to do that. He about to rough and tough this new product. But it's the presentation, right? If a woman's presented in a certain way where a guy just goes in like, oh, okay, she seems good. And she ends up being a slut in the bedroom. She ends up being a freak behind the sheets. But she's still presentable and she still has respect for you as a man. That's valuable. So it's not like guys are just a bunch of virgins in the red pill or guys are incels. It's that, no, we want we want the freak nasty shit privately. You women out here who are pretty much selling the twat for low value to match up with what you bring to the table, it's absolutely despicable and you bitches should be ashamed of yourselves. And that includes OnlyFans bitches too. Y'all bitches should know better. Y'all should really know better. In fact, it isn't surprising at all when you consider the when you consider that women have been lied to for decades about what constitutes a happy life. Uh oh. Uh oh. Academic and elite feminists uh -oh. who reside in our universities, uh -oh. in the media, in politics, uh -oh. in Hollywood, have told women uh -oh. all kinds of things that just aren't true. Uh uh. Don't do things that. Things that make women. Don't do that. By extension, men and children. Don't do that. Very unhappy. 
Oh no. Like the idea that women don't need a man. Uh oh. And that children don't need a father. Oh. Uh oh. This bitch is about to cook. Uh oh. Y'all about to get roasted. This bitch, this old bitch is about to flame you bitches. This shit is about to be embarrassing. Or that men and women must make the same life choices in order to be deemed equal. This oh, is an boy. indication that loneliness is gonna spike. So I wonder how society is gonna react to this because loneliness is a serious issue for men and women. We are better equipped to deal with it, but please don't take it for granted, guys. Man, that's where we work in. Protect yourself at all times. This all right, man. Manosphere highlights daily. Another exclusive. Another exclusive. Another classic by the great. Please subscribe to his channel. See, it's sad. It really is in a lot of ways, but I think it's more sad, like in my perspective for men. I don't really give a shit about what women feel going forward in that position because she had her opportunity, like I said. She definitely had more opportunity than men her age going forward, regardless of what position, unless that man is like the five, ten percent, it's not gonna measure up to that. It's gonna damn near triple her opportunity and her selection of men compared to that particular man's selection of women. So that loneliness, see, and people have to really be careful of loneliness, that term. Because what happens is you'll equate being single to being lonely. And for a lot of guys, that's simply not the case. Unfortunately, for a lot of women in the future, and I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I'm going to say this to be straightforward. In the future, there's going to be a lot more head meds and a lot more dysfunctional, unstable women. That's all. And a lot of guys going their own way. But in return... Those guys who decide to go their own way, they're going to be criticized the most by these toxic, unstable bitches. That's all. That's really the just of things, you know. I think I have another video. If I don't, I still got a good amount to talk about. I may talk about that beforehand anyway. Yeah, I do. Uh, DJ Academics uh, is trying... Trying to break down the Tommy <laughs> Sotomayor shit. I'm going to play a little bit of it because it is a long clip. It's 18 minutes. I'm not playing that. I'm going to play uh, 15 is my goal. It's uh, 8.51, by the way. And, you know, we're just breezing through, kicking back, having random discussions, conversations. You know what I mean? Hour and 38 minutes in. I think I still got. Do I have an hour in me? I may have an hour in me because I just realized that uh, there's no there's no school in this building tomorrow, but I'm, I'm going to have to come here at 10 a.m., man, which is uh, it's not going to be fun, but 10 to 6, leaving at 6 o'clock, that's going to be just fine. And being able to set up and do my podcasting at that time will end up being the scenario. Um, what I plan on doing, I've always been talking about doing the three hour podcast. And if I'm able to get everything transact, able to get this transaction taken care of tonight, I'll definitely, I'll definitely, um, lay down a three hour podcast just because for GP, 
and I got to go into work the next day, which is Saturday until 2 a.m., I believe. I still got to check my messages. I'm sure my, my boss hit me up a couple hours ago. I just didn't check the message. But um, really, like I said, man, I'm, I'm a nigga living an average life. Like, in, And the thing is, in most guys, and I can say this because I, I'm a representation of most men in this position, we reach a point, and it's, it's really it's sad on both ends, but like I said, I'm on the side of men. When you, as a man, realize that the only thing that matters to a lot of these women going forward is the money you make, the car you drive, and the status you have, that's when you understand the nature of women. When, I'm going to say that again. I'm going to try to be more direct. When, as a man, you understand the nature of women when you realize that regardless of how you are, it really matters of what you are, meaning what amount of money can you bring? What status do you have? It has nothing. To, it has very little to do with personality and looks. Looks work, but in the long term, on both ends of the spectrum, it, it's never something to just take for what it is. Like you can take a bitch who's considered a nine, and the only thing she's gonna want to do with you is argue or try to move with the next man. <laughs> Because she has options. You, why criticize her for the options that she has? And she can make these decisions to sleep around and do this and that or try this or try that. And then at the end of the day, she's the one boohooing and crying and complaining about the condition that she's in. She has simply put herself in that position. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. This is one of the first episodes that I did that I literally have no notes. We're going to talk about beta ballers, most likely tomorrow. We're going to mention a few celebrities. Then again, I might not. I'll mention the activity of the celebrities, and we'll see if certain people can figure it out. I think that will be the better option. All right. We also mentioned a good amount of things throughout the week that I don't, that I don't believe I left anything out of kind of just went forward with the mission of getting this episode and other episodes out of the way. I want to talk about, I talked about this earlier. I'm going to talk about it now. This weird, it's like, it's almost like, imagine your favorite basketball player is playing pool with your favorite movie star right next to your favorite porn star like just imagine just how bizarre that would be you have different people who in different places you see and you generally respect in one room having a conversation right a lot of people are blown away like whoa you know what i mean and then you think of this situation where DJ Academics, and shout out DJ Academics, man. Um, shout out to the chat niggas, too. You know what I mean? I want niggas to spam lions in my chat room. No disrespect to, to, to the Scorpions, but I want niggas to spam the lion at Judah in, in, in my chats. All right? Spam it. But... 
to know that he's trying to find out about the situation with Tommy Sotomayor the same way that any other person is trying to figure it out is just hilarious to me. I think that's what makes it funny in the fact that he wants to really know about it. And, like, he's not... I wouldn't say... A lot of people will say guys like DJ Academics is sort of like an antagonist, which he kind of is when it comes to the industry, but in a good way, where people listen to him and go, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? It's, It's very easy to understand somebody who essentially came here, worked his way up to the top, and seen how other people may have gotten their way in. They may have did a lot of bootlicking and other explicit activities that I won't mention here. Okay? To get to where the fuck they're at. And he wasn't the person that was willing to do it. But to know, and I brought this up, like this weird connection. And it's like, yeah, Fresh and Fit is like the catapult right now. I think Kevin Samuels is kind of like that one-man band type of dude. You got Donovan Sharp, who's the couple partner. He got his chick doing the shit with him. And I don't I don't give a fuck. I think that shit's I think that shit's um acceptable in my opinion. I don't see anything wrong with that. In my opinion, that's a more realistic perspective for guys who are still trying to find relationships and guys who may still just want to hear pointers here and there. It's best to hear it. From a guy who's not only in a relationship, but has his bitch participating with him and doing a lot of the setups. You feel me? And appears to have a good head on her shoulders on top of that. A lot of guys are just salty because they can't find that. And I understand it to an extent because really, like, dudes, there's thirst for a reason when it comes to guys. You don't hear thirst much when it comes to women unless it's something of financial gain. Like, Valentine's Day is the best fucking example. What other date do you have, what other date of the fucking year do you have women generally talking about romance? Besides Christmas, and that involves an exchange of a gift, transactional sex, legal transactional sex. Let's keep it lawful here, gentlemen. Hashtag team green tea, man. We drinking this Arizona. Y'all know how I get down, man. Another day, another dollar. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to be done. I'm technically not even going to be done recording once I'm done this because I told, I said this earlier this morning, I think, that I'm going to be making a transaction, be making a mission tonight. Going over state. Going to be going over state. To the other ter- uh, to, to the other territories. And uh, I figure I'm going to be recording something on that route too. Because, you know, why the fuck not? And that will be something that I would incorporate until next day. For the morning that I wake up. I'll be able to upload it in time. Go to work by 10. Be done by 6. And have everything set up for the afternoon or the evening or nightly episode at 6.30. And, um, yeah. It's 9 o'clock. I'm not wrapping this up. I do want to go through some other shit, but I think I deleted most of those things that I wanted. Let's see if I still have it. 
Excuse me. Yeah, we're gonna go to uh, this DJ academic shit. This shit's funny. Yeah. Hey yo, bro. Hey, bro. Hey yo, yo, yo. Chris, talking to you, nigga. Like this is right, same show and tell, boy. Bro, what's back? <laughs> right? So this what's my bro. Yo, yo, just just to give y'all like a quick, and y'all can look this shit up yourselves. But this to me is like the funniest shit, cause like this nigga answers the phone, right? He answers like the phone conversation or the video chat or whatever video conversation, right? And he has like I think like three bitches with him. Bitches are bad too. But we all know like niggas out here be tricking. And look, like I said, Tommy Sotomayor talks about it. Even if niggas trick, like if you just direct about tricking, what what if a nigga's concerned with you spending money on pussy, what fucking life are they generally living, right? Like, if you have enough success and enough of a cold heart, like most men do today, and they've came to the realization that I need to have money for women, cool. I'm going to pay you for your time and your presence, and afterwards, you can leave. I'm not going to invest a relationship with you because I know the activities that you're doing with me, you've done with other men. So there will be no reason for me to put all of my chips on the fucking table for a bitch who's out here whoring it the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? But this nigga's pulling up. I don't know if this is fresh. Yeah, fresh is pulling up bitches. He he got like bitches with him like Ric Flair. You know what I mean? This African looking nigga. And I'm not saying that to be disparaging at all. You know, I, I fuck with it every... Uh, skin tone of black, especially when it comes to men, that there is. You know what I mean? I respect all of the men, team light skin, dark skin, whatever fucking skin you want to call it, team melanated, planet melanated. You feel me? But just to give a quick breakthrough, that's, that's, he's dealing with like all these bitches that's going around his phone and he ends up conversating with a couple too, but we're going to play it through. Easy action, bro. Yo, yo, hey, yo, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, yo. Yo, yo. Huh? Chris. Talking to you, nigga. Like, this All right, nigga. Same show and tell, boy. Bro. <laughs> What's this, bro? Get this, right? So, this is what I'm Big Axe. Yo. What's, it looks like some commotion going on. Y'all need Big Axe in the building? Bro. Play <laughs> the video because. Big Axe. Bro. Okay, get, get this, right, bro? We're doing okay. the show. And you know. Oh, I'm super starstruck right now. Oh, it's so good. What's up, Like, I'm, like, tripping out that you're there. That's Yeah, yeah, it's Big Act. We in the building. What's your name, bro? What's your name? I'm your intern, by the way. You know what? It's Big Act, nigga. It's Big Act. Stop fucking playing around with niggas, man. He said it's Big Act. What's good? I'm the intern. Oh, okay. That's what's up, girl. You don't got to be starting shit about me. I ain't shit. What's your name? Aisha. All right, Aisha. What's up with you, girl? I'm from Canada. And oh. I uh, Oh, lit, 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 yeah, lit. Yeah, I've lived here for six months, and it's oh. looking crazy. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, nah, that's what's up. Yo, I thought the girls here were crazy, and then I came on the show, and I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, confirmed they're insane. Yeah. Like, Toronto girls are not like this. Yeah, it's crazy. But yo, act. 
Man, bitches is everywhere wilding the fuck out. I don't want to hear bitches in Canada saying, we're not like that in Canada, eh? Bitch, shut the fuck up and go somewhere. We know, we know bitches everywhere is, is wilding the fuck out. We're seeing the worldwide effect of Western civilization. And the women who promote it, they believe. And see, this is the twisted part about it. A lot of these women who live the victimhood mentality or live with that lifestyle or that mindset, they'll believe that they're in the worst of circumstances. Where there's bitches overseas that would have their heads cut off with saying the shit that they're saying. Especially about men, it would be a done deal for these bitches. See, back in the day, biblical times speaking, they would they would stone these bitches. They would stone women to death for coming off with this type of energy, this, these these type of these type of activities, where it's like you assume that because you believe you are different than the next woman, that you're just the next woman who's excusable. You're the exception to the rule. You're the anomaly. A lot of women want to be the anomaly. A lot of women want to be the unicorns. A lot of women want to be the magical, sparkly woman that they used to be portrayed as. But the problem is the modern-day women today are the strong and independent, right? They're highly educated and highly problematic at best. This is why a lot of these women, when they reach a point to where they're dirty and they're miserable, it's not because they were lonely. They spent their time being fucking whores, being genuine MDWW modern day whorehounds. What happened, brother? All right, pose to me. It's just so funny. Oh, that's Big ass. with you, girl. What's up? Big ass. I'm cooling. I'm cooling. This nigga fresh before. What, what y'all doing? Listen, man. Yo, it's fresh. What happened? I didn't see it. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> we're streaming, right? Bro, you have to have this live. I know you have to jump over the fucking table and, like, fire hug the fuck out of Tom and I'm like, Yo, fresh. Who have no hands? Oh, you know what? <laughs> Tell me what happened. So, the bitch want to grab the microphone and, like, kind of like swing at his face so he wasn't going for it so he automatically got up and like she started trying to get in his face and he was not having it i already knew he was going to be like you know wait 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 it was happy so far Huh? <laughs> wait, wait, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Could you explain? You, you had Tommy on tonight, right? Okay, so we had Tommy on on, on the show, right? Yeah. I thought, you know, uh, the black girl. I did the um, show with Shay. Shay means. So she was on too, right? Remember her friend Bloodya? I was on as well. So yeah. there. So only Shay was on, but she had a like a. Yo, my nigga. Hold on. Yo, I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. Yeah. You just said those two names is meant for disaster. Tommy is literally Ghostbusters. A black woman. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Yo, this is why. Listen, like when I when I heard this, I I heard part of this already. Like when I heard this shit, I couldn't stop laughing because for one, like you gotta understand how how weird the world is when when you see people like I I've fucked with DJ Academics since like 2014. Probably a little before that, if I can remember. But 2014 is, I, I definitely remember the Warren Chirac. 
either before or during that time, I was a huge follower of DJ Academics. You know what I mean? Plus, he has... It, it's not even that... A lot of people will say that he's cocky or he's arrogant. I think he deserves that title. See, a lot of people... They're just upset that they didn't put in the work or they didn't put in the effort to say the shit that he says. He exposes a lot of the fuckery. But to see him participate in things or to see Tommy Sotomayor sit down with a Rolo Tomasi, let alone a Donovan Sharp, it really explains the progression. Like, versus, like I said, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You'll take you you would have to take the DJ Academics perspective with the Tommy Sotomayor perspective. A lot of people not not huge fans of Tommy Sotomayor. A lot of people not huge fans of DJ Academics. At the end of the day, these are still successful black men. You know what I mean? These are still men who are connected to the culture in one way, shape, or form or another, either with information or articles, etc. It is what it is, right? So for me to hear these conversations, it's funny to me because it's like, who the fuck? Like, if you listen to these people long enough separately, who the fuck would ever have thought that either person would be talking about one another? Yes, and that shit is like the super sane a black woman. They go work. So what happened is that like she had a resentment against Tommy because they flew to the scene in Atlanta. He flew them out. To do OnlyFans content or smash whatever, right? But he only smashed. Oh, smash. top fucked him? Yeah, oh no, one. He, he only smashed Claudia, her homegirl, the light skinned one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think Tommy fucked I don't think Tommy, I don't think, I don't think he dabbled in the dark. You think it's. Yo, these niggas are, yo, oh my God, bro. Like, yo, this shit is just like entertainment platinum. Fuck gold. This is entertainment platinum. Because this is the story from what I've heard from a recording from Tommy Sotomayor himself. Because, of course, he did a live video explaining the situation. Now, I've always been one of the supporters of Tommy Sotomayor, but for my own personal reasons. I don't, I'm not with the whole, <laughs> just pointing out black bitches ain't shit narrative. I'm not with it. Now, is it entertaining to watch? Yes, I get a kick out of it. I enjoy it. I just don't necessarily feel bad. Or not even that, because I don't want to sound like that. I'm not surprised. Let me just correct myself. I'm not surprised when a lot of these consequences and repercussions happen under these particular circumstances. Tommy, you know what I mean? It is funny because people will say, well, I didn't think Tommy had, Tommy fuck with black women. He got, he got two black daughters. Like, what the fuck is wrong? See, and see, this is the, this is the reality that a lot of people have to face. Like, all right. I believe Tommy Sotomayor, in a sense, He's a person, but he's also a representation, or in a sense, he's a character. And his character is about pointing out the bullshit that goes on in a lot of our communities. It's the way for a lot of these people, not me, it's a way that a lot of these people take it that 
draws them in the direction of, well, he's a coon, he's a sellout, he's soft shoeing, he's tap dancing. And it's like, nah. But at the same time, when situations like this occur, or another another example would be another example would be the um the Sonetta event with Tommy Sotomayor. And people were talking about, oh, he got knocked out, he got punched, and they beat him up. And it, it's all on camera. I remember seeing it during that time. Now, a lot of people, depending on how you look at it, will say, well, Tommy was in the wrong position because he was in a place where he was talking about a lot of the people in his videos. And that could be, yeah, that could be understandable. But if he already had, if he already had discussions with somebody there who knew he was going to be there, who knew he was going to speak in that event, why or how did it become such a surprise? And then you see in the video through another angle, he had like five niggas. It was five on one. One nigga sucker punches him. And then everybody's saying that he's a bitch. See, I, I've always been one of those people, like I said, I try to be straight down the middle. I mean, I support, I, I support both of these niggas essentially at the end of the day, even fresh and fit. A lot of people will say bad things about them. That's fine. You know, not everybody's fucking perfect either. You know, I just don't, I can't, I can't necessarily say going forward that if somebody needed insight on what's going on with modern day women to check out fresh and fit, because essentially fresh and fit is like. It's entertainment for sure. And there's a lot of people who come there with a meaningful message. But for the most part, it's a bunch of bimbos from Miami and they get out of pocket and then Myron put them in check. And then that's that becomes the entertainment aspect. Oh, get out of my fucking house. You know, what I mean, I fuck with I fuck with that type of energy. I'm not going to lie. It's funny to me. So I support it at the same time when it comes to certain insight, certain information or better yet, who do I want? Who do I want to get genuine information and genuine understanding from or insight? Who do I want to get insight from? Do I want to just get insight from, you know, the typical buy my program type motherfucker? Or am I trying to get genuine insight, right? People who really have a message, people who really have a passion and people who really have a purpose when it comes to this type of information. You know what I mean? That's when it breaks down, in my opinion, that's when it really breaks down to, all right, in, in any, and like, and this, this, this goes to show, like, wherever position you are in life, you can be a guy who's 33, who's dealing, currently dealing with women, you're dating women, or you're in a relationship, right? And you feel in a way that you're being held down. I know women, women, they'll get this message too. Trust me, because women are being told this by themselves all the time. If you feel you're being held down, right? When you have to find the next available option, you will usually end the relationship. That's what men usually do. They're not going to usually sneak around, right? 
And if they do sneak around, they're sneaking around for a reason. They want to stay in that relationship and they want to do the same shit. This is what majority of women do today. The slut walk and all that other shit did nothing but verify that. All right. So keep that in mind. And with Tommy, he came across this bitch, fucked the bitch a couple times or had some type of sexual liaisons with this whore. And, you know, she got out of pocket. I saw the video. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, Fresh and Fit, their their show or their podcast is just based off of fuckery. A good amount of information as well, but a good amount of fuckery. I like the balance, believe it or not. I just can't listen to a whole, like, two, three-hour fucking episode. I can't listen to really anybody for more than that. That's why I cut my shit short at, like, two and a half, three hours. That's like, all right, cool. Fuck that. You know what I mean? You know, people aren't trying to listen to a fucking marathon. But, you know, we're still going to get through the rest of this shit. We're not going to get through the rest of it, but we're going to get through most of it. We're already two hours and four minutes in, so we, we could be able to get through most of this. I mean, he wanted to, though. So I was, she felt the type of way, and I don't see that, like, it's content, whatever, but she didn't want to do it. So she said, hey, let me back home. I'm not with it, right? So Tom was texting her blood, saying basically, like, oh, um, you know, I don't want, I feel bad about what happened. I, what did I do to make, to make you feel this way? I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And look, I, I don't know what Tommy said, because I didn't hear Tommy say yet. I'm going over what she said. And she came on the show today. I think her father passed away. She's emotional. She's a little bit drunk. And she said, yo, Tommy, I don't like the content that you make on your channel. You talk about black men all the time. I don't like it. And then he was like, no. I say that because I want to help black women, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I tell the truth. But she was like, no, no, no. By the I way, Tommy, I want to give Tommy... Tommy, a fair opinion. Like, like people do, people do characterize him like he just hates black women. But I think he, he's really trying to advocate for. for he tried to for, clarify. He tried to clarify that subject multiple times. She didn't want to hear. He was just trying to ignore it, and she was just trying to Wait, check him. Sorry. Huh? What? That's your point. What up, brother? Man, <laughs> I will say this. Uh, my training prepared. Cooney. <laughs> oh, yo, what yeah. the- did they fight? Cooning. Cooning. Did they fight? Yeah. So, so get it, right? So then after 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 that, she got up and got on Tommy's face. So Tommy got up too and she's gonna push a mic. Okay, so it's one of stop going the mic, right? So uh Chris Chris came up from the back and grabbed her because she's about smacking with the mic. Then Tommy wants to go and punch her. But Myron what? helped Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Myron <laughs> helped Tommy push him against the other wall. So what happened was she was acting up and her skirt came up. So basically what happened was um, you know, we have to end the stream because you know it's gonna that level where like they're they're gonna fight each other like seriously. Wait, 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 wait. Tommy was gonna gonna, gonna fight her? That don't sound right. Yes, bro. I can't make this up, bro. I got I got on on my vlog. Well, I don't I, I don't post it yet, but like I gotta record it. Bro, he was waiting to like, fight the bitch, like, fight the bitch bro. Did, did anybody get a hit? A little bit, yes. But it wasn't like so okay. because Myron, Myron, how about Tommy? Brother, also, yo. brother Fresh, who caught the case? <laughs> of the bro, bike? who caught the case? <laughs> who caught the Sunday. case? Y'all party. Act. So what I'm saying, I'm saying is that like, 
Bro, real talk. If Myron named Hobart Tommy, he would have given it up. So you can. <laughs> and I, I saw the clip, bro. But you know. <laughs> and I don't. Look, I'm not laughing at Tommy. I'm really not. It's the situation that's funny. And it's because, like, it's almost expected. Like, it's not the same energy as the Sonetta event. It's not that. It's just, you know, Tommy's a strong-minded individual. He's definitely not weak-minded. That's the problem these bitches have. He's not a weak-minded man. So you can't steer him away from what, what his message is. And that's why I respect him. Same with DJ Academics. Same type of energy. You know what I mean? When when you got other guys who are trying to just go along and get along, and who's just trying to get from point A to point B, any means necessary, then you got a lot of backstabbing niggas. You got a lot of niggas that will that will um, steer you away from the opportunities that, in a lot of cases, is right in front of you. You know what I mean? Opportunities that can be right in front of you, a person will try to steer you away so they can obtain it. And look, if Chris Miller get a lot of huh? Huh? We'll give it to, hey, listen, listen I, I just want to say, I, I don't advocate no violence against our black Facts. It's black. It's Black History Month. I, 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 that. I, I love my black queens. Okay, however, <laughs> I also want to be fair. I also don't advocate any woman putting their hands on men. That is not. See, this is this is what happens, right? And I and I'll tell you guys a story. I'll tell you guys a, a couple of stories before I wrap this up. And I'll just wrap this up with the video being what it is, okay? Because I don't want to be on here forever. There was a there was a woman that I knew, right? And she, she was very she was she was very attractive, right? And not only was she attractive, but she was she was kind. And I don't know, it, was it because she was trying to fuck with me? I never really figured it out. I didn't really care at that time. But she was she was very kind and she was very attractive. And she would she told me one day, and this was this was in damn, what year was this in? This was a while back. But she told me that she was in a lot of uh, abusive relationships. And I remember sitting down with this woman. And I was really, I wasn't concerned about her. I was just more intrigued about the conversation. Because even at that time, I wanted to see if she would have had any self-accountability for even being or choosing to be in a relationship with these quote-unquote abusive men. But she didn't. She just went on on this con on this conversation or really a one sided argument that involved her being around these type of men and how you don't understand how most men are today. And I'm like, I'm a man. I'm around mostly men on my off time. And a lot of men don't have that energy. In fact, a lot of men won't even waste time dealing with you. I remember saying that because I, I said I said because of your past traumas and the things you've went through, you expect a guy to come through and be your security blanket instantly. 
you're not going to allow that man to even digest your problems going forward. Or worse, you'll do what most women do and not even mention it and just bring on their burden to bring on their baggage to the next relationship. And yet there's another reason why guys should remain single. You know what I'm saying? Why? Like, see, see with me, I'm, I'm very fair. If a woman, I'll tell, I'll, I'll, cause like with me, like I said, I don't have a problem, um, with my sexuality. I don't have a problem with none of that shit. Very open. Like attractive bitches. I've had sex with, uh, with a good amount of attractive bitches to a point where for me, that aspect of love and connection doesn't really exist much for me anymore. And I know that sounds fucked up, but that's just what happens. Now, imagine that mindset when it comes to women who just got dicked down and who just did monkey double backflips on five different niggas. That connection aspect through love is no longer valuable to her on a spiritual sense but it's valuable to her and it's marketable to her when it comes to single motherhood. That's just the fucking truth. But this woman was really trying to get me, was trying to lure me in, in a way by saying, you know, in other words, she was looking for that acceptable guy. Now that I look back at it, and she saw me as that acceptable guy, that exception. And I told her that I wasn't that guy. I just wasn't. I wasn't going to be that guy that proves to you that not all men are trash. If that's how you really feel, bitch, then go on living your life. I don't got time for that shit. I don't say women are trash. I say modern day women are a waste of time. Does that make them trash? Am I am I that much of an asshole to say that they're trash? No, not really. They're meaningful to somebody, just not me. That's all. And like I said, I've already I've already dealt with my hand. I've already dealt with the possibility. All right, I'm 33. I've been single. I've been single for close to seven years, right? I feel better than what I felt seven years ago and I'm by myself so two and two has to kind of click together where it's like well damn do I really want to rush into another relationship do I really want to put all of my hand on a table to where she brings nothing to it or better yet she calls herself the table is that what I really want to do no not at all um negative that that's going to be a no. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Anyway, you know, we always have fun here, or at least I always have fun. I assume the boost and listens, which I always will acknowledge going forward until we go back to our normal, <laughs> our normal rate of listens. It's it's been phenomenal to know that people are really paying attention, and I do appreciate that, and I do hope that you guys stick around. Because from the beginning, like I stated before, on this podcast from the very beginning, I think my first episode listed on this podcast is the Donald Trump toxic masculinity uh, episode. And that was actually a very popular episode because I'm sure a lot of people expected me to be, you know, 
oh, well, you know, Trump is just toxic. Nah, it was just a title. I fuck with Trump. <laughs> I just did that to sucker a lot of y'all niggas in. Once I got in y'all, I said, cool, I'm going to keep going. But from that point, I didn't have a full understanding of what was going on. I was still in the positions that I was in. I was still figuring things out in the long run. Now I'm at a point where progress has been made and I'm still making progress going forward. And I have just a little bit more insight every day. I have just a little bit more of a message. I have just a little bit more of uh, information when it comes to an episode. And that's how my personal self-development involves the podcast. It's not just me telling people, hey, you can do better by bettering yourself. No, I'm going to be showing proof of that. You know what I mean? That's a responsibility that I take as a man. And also standing on what I believe and not being afraid to shake things up and not being afraid to, to shock the system in a sense and sort of go against the norms of what people consider normal, what people consider regular. Because this reality is fucked up. So you got to have an extreme. You got to have just a, a, a charismatic approach. You got to be focused. You got to have a purpose. You got to have goals. You got to have objectives throughout your day in order to have, um, you know, a productive day, in my in my opinion. I have days, like I said, even on weekends, I would, I would essentially, Saturday, I would essentially just stay in bed and play video games until like, I don't know, 12.30, 1 in the afternoon. Then I take a shower. Depending on what the, this weather is going to be, I may go to the car wash, may, may wash my car. Made to stay home, smoke weed. Made aside a podcast. But I have all those things separated in a sense because I can do any of those things when I want, when I wake up, or I can do any of those things that I want before I go to sleep during the day without work. Hopefully tomorrow will be that. Because if I'm lucky, which I think I will be, I'll be able to get... I'll be able to go go to work tomorrow, 10 to 6, be home by 6.30, have a podcast set up at the very least, do two and a half hours, uh, be done at 10, no, be done at 9, 6.30, yeah, be done at 9 with two hours and 30 minutes, and then from that point, play video games until I decide to go to sleep and then have to wake up at 8 to go here by 8.45, so, yeah, my usual events and my usual activities have been shortened a bit, I would say I'm upset about it, but I'm really not, um, get ready to wrap this episode up, because I am once again recording again on my route to PA, and I'm doing that for uh, tomorrow in the AM, so hopefully you guys check that out, hopefully you guys enjoyed this wacky, wild, retarded, random, no topic having, strictly uh, responses and random thought episode of the Red Pill Party podcast. Every now and then, I do this. Every now and then, I just go off of just what I remember. And like I said, going back to that woman, that really changed my perspective at an early age when it came to women because I knew... 
something was off. And it wasn't because her interest in me. It was because she was so open in telling me about her past, quote unquote, abusive relationships. And it really made me wonder, like, what she never took any accountability, right? And what she was talking about. She didn't say that she shouldn't have done this. She shouldn't have done that. It was he did this. He did that. I was weak. I was in a bad position, etc. And from there, I realized that I'm not going to be a superhero to any woman, right? I'm not going to be extraordinary to many women or really to any woman, essentially. Unless a woman sees me as like, wow, this guy, I'm going to do any and everything for him, right? That's that's not going to happen. And a lot of guys, y'all need to snap out of that. The Disney dynamic, the blue pill magic, you, you need to just spit that pill right on out. Take one of these crimson capsules and um, enjoy the ride. Because it's going to be a lot of harsh realities, but at the end of the day, you're going to have better insight. You're going to have development of self, and you're going to have the understanding and the nature of women. But as I always say, until next time, although technically, like I said, I'm going to be recording in less than an hour, taking my route to PA, but that's going to be for tomorrow morning. So hopefully you check this episode out. Keep in mind tomorrow morning around 9, possibly, I'll, I'll, yeah, around 9, I'll, uh, I'll upload what I recorded tonight during that time. And uh, yeah, I'm out, man. Peace.